0: hello and you're listening to the talk is 3 podcast uh today delighted to be joined by kevin uh miss and darren and we're delighted to be joined by 3d united center back joe gorman joe
1: i'm not too bad lads thanks for having me on
0: no but thank you for having me on and just for i suppose to put a bit of background to it myself and joe have been going back and forth maybe for the last three or four days trying to settle down in the time and between air go down and work commitments etc etc it's been near impossible so joe thank you very much for sitting down with uh, us we really appreciate uh, it
1: no more i text you more <laughs> than i text my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: not a that's not a good thing no, to be fair <laughs> no it's not, it's not it doesn't sound good though, does it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, look i suppose joe coming to treaty at the start of the year for you i suppose on this larger scale of things treaty were a bit of an unknown um, why why you come down to Treaty this year?
1: Um well I spoke to Tommy Barrett there. Uh, he gave me a call and um he was just everything he said to me was just upfront and honest. And see, as a footballer, like, you you have a lot of cowboys of managers and a lot of loyalty to your face and tell you what you want to hear and what Tommy told me it's everything that he said, you know. Um and you gotta respect that in a manager and He's, he's not gonna bullshit you, you know. He, he says we're a hardworking team. Sometimes we're not fancy on the eye. We're gonna lose games. We might even lose two games, but we're we'll be there thereabouts. And look, if the if it's a project that you want to get, treaty back to the way Limerick where we're successful back in the day, then it's it's a good it's could like kind of connection, you know. It's a good project to be a, to be a part of. So yeah, um, yeah. Look, I, I was happy with my decision.
0: Good, good, good. And um, we, we're certainly glad to have you here anyway. So but um look, I suppose you living in Dublin, it must be a bit of a, a pain in the hole travelling up and down maybe for training and obviously look it's it's what you do, it's what you signed up for, but I suppose it, it wouldn't be the easiest thing to be doing travelling up and down maybe twice a week in a match on a on a Friday.
1: Yeah, looking up lucky enough I have some of the lads, like carskill with um Dean George, Jack Brady and Colin Conroy. Now Colin doesn't do anything he... He just sits in the back drinking his coffee because he doesn't drive. <laughs> but, um, and then I have to listen to Jack Brady and Dean George about that school and life, which bores the hell out of me. Like you know, but, <laughs> they're good lads, and it, it definitely helps the trip. But no, look, it, it does take its toll. But um, Tommy's good with the planning of the schedule. Obviously, this year is a bit more condensed, and there's a lot of games. But the, Tommy's actually very good, and he he's fair with it, and he can't really complain.
0: Yeah, good, good, and and how have you found the training? Obviously, look, you are more used to a, a full time setup, and 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 I suppose look training maybe three or four times a week. How have you found, I suppose Tommy's training and and only being able to train twice a week as a as an amateur club?
1: Yeah, no, look, the, the older you get, you the more you realise training is a bit repetitive, like you do more or less the same shit all the time. Um, but that's in every club that I've been at, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, look. If you, I remember Tommy saying it to me and I was saying to him, like, if I know it's part-time, but you're you're more or less free, full-time. you got to look after yourself. Because if not, you'd be left behind and you'd be left bottom of the table with no points and your, your self-pride and your self performances will be, will be kind of shit. Like, you know, and you'd be looking like a a player, which you don't want. So you got to look after yourself and what you do. And I'm hammering the 10-minute the sunbed so I look a bit tanned, you know, so I look better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, no, look, you just got to keep working hard.
0: Speaking of sunbeds, Charlie Fleming is surely
2: doing sunbeds.
1: Oh, he could kill me for saying it. I think he has one actually built in the house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just all the bulbs in the house are just the sunbed bulbs. Oh, well, where you go. The electricity bill must be through the roof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I suppose, look, Joe, if we kind of go on to performances... To be fair, as fans, look, we obviously want to win every game. And I suppose you have the same mentality, obviously, being being professional for such a long time. Um, but when you look at three of these grand scale of the season, they've only lost to Cork and Galway twice each, obviously. But they're, the let's say, they're the runaway leaders. So it's not too bad in that grand... Obviously, you're still in the playoff. Nothing is bad. But when you're only losing the full-time teams, you know you're really in the mix.
1: No, look, it's all well, due respect to the call go with the decent players like yeah, the decent teams like they're full time they have more time to maybe do tactics, you know, the way they play. And that's that's part and parcel of it. But I think we're ourselves, like we're always gonna be there thereabouts. You know, it was always coming into three even with the league that you knew you, there was not going to be a runaway leader at the top of the league, like you know. Mm. Um so but like <laughs> I actually didn't know that That there were only four games we lost, which is actually quite good. I didn't know that. <laughs> we <laughs> um, didn't know either until Tammy told us. <laughs> yeah, so he does his homework, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but look, look, there's been games. Obviously, you're going to get frustrated in the league. Like I was frustrated with the two games there. We just played because I I thought we could have got something out of them. But we're we're keeping points on the board. Like why not? Fair enough. Every team might get hammered once a year, but. We're doing actually. We're doing all right. We're doing well, and we just keep chipping at the board, getting the points in the board, and we'll we'll be there, thereabouts. And as so I've always said, it's not how you start till you finish in the league, which determines how you do. Because remember that time I was at Longford, um, and we were a poor team. We were terrible, and I'm proud <laughs> to tell you that we couldn't honestly. We're, we couldn't string two wins together, and we just turned up for three games. We got promoted, and that's history. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> From
0: A my like Langford today, so Sorry? A bit like the Langford of today. Oh they're they're terrible.
2: <laughs> they've they've offered problems with you as well, Joe. Whatever you've done up there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but look, I've said it before, they bullied me out the door. Um I'm not afraid of saying it. So the story goes that we played St. Pat's and Pats weren't playing their best team. Uh like on the day they weren't the best and I could smell that uh, we, we could we get something out of the game instead of Messing around with the ball, we we should have went for that throat. So I had a go at half time. I said, look, look, we need to fucking get the finger out here. Have maybe a few more shots on goal, and said it just sat, sat like satisfied for a draw. So um, the gaffer wasn't happy with it at the time and said to me, yeah, just don't turn up on Monday. Don't come." So I said, "Why? Well, are we're just gonna give you a, a, a break." And so he just said, "Okay, no problem." Said about training. Yeah, don't come they don't come just barely any communication from the club and it was struggling with my mental health at the time and and it's actually funny because they're all ahead in the game they wear that on their armband but they don't know what do. they done serious damage to my mental health at the time and I, had a, I was supposed to go for a meeting with the manager at the time up in Sarge where he lives two minutes around the corner he didn't bother his ass to come and see me I rang him asking where he was Oh, I can't make it and I traveled, I was there at the time that he said never turned up and um, I was like what is going on here like it's been about two weeks since I've trained and about two weeks since I've heard from the club like you know and it wasn't nice at all like the they treat me look like, if the manager doesn't like me I'm old enough and big enough to just say right let's go we'll, we'll, we'll just part away no problem I understand that but he was like oh well you're still a part of the club you're still part of the club and I was still getting paid so they um, they basically come to me and go to me in the end oh look listen we don't want you see you later. Jesus, just just let me. Cause, like, cause yeah. you wanted to win
2: again.
0: Yeah,
1: like I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm that type of player. I wear me heart in the sleeve, and sometimes I even do a treaty, like you know, and I, I just set standards, and I maybe go overboard sometimes, but I want the best for the team, and I'll never have a fall now at anyone, cause I've, I'm not that type of lad. But just because I didn't want, want to sit back and accept defeat, I'd rather have a go and lose, you know. Yeah, but the way I'll never forgive them for that, like they proper hurt me. It was, it was oh, tough but to be face, fair, that's know, the mentally, kind of player you
2: you should want. That's the kind of player yeah, you should yeah. want in your squad, Rick.
1: Yeah, but the the modern player, know it's got to be all positivity and kind of the old school kind of way, which is the way my father even brought me up, and that's the way I've kind of brought up up here. Anyway, it's just you wear your heart in your sleeve. You give everything, and it's a man's game, and you don't want really to pussyfooting around. You just got to get on with it. Hmm. You know, you say how exactly. you feel. Yeah, 100. So, yeah. But
2: like that's why, yeah. Look, it's in the past now. And... Yeah, because I was wondering we'll when meet... we. I was wondering when we signed you. There was a, a lot of fucking long for I see i underneath all the 3D things and coming along to all the 3D fence. Oh, watch out for Joe. Watch yeah, Joe. This is
1: that. Cowboys, they haven't a clue. We'll meet them again. Trust me. I promise you. We <laughs> <meeting
0: them. laughs> you We've played him twice more, Joe. So
2: yeah. Like, I, we'll I mean, I mean, my boy, you didn't score now against somebody the other day. That would have been great. Yeah. Fun. I was so yeah. close and you have no
1: idea how much I've wanted to celebrate. Just, well, mind, but there was there was only two of the fans there anyway, so like yeah. you know, full like more you were got more people at a funeral than their fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: full pitch sprint to celebrate for the two fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: halfway.
0: Like I I yeah.
1: yeah, remember that.
0: <laughs> Look, Joe, I suppose you brought up a kind of a very valid point yeah. about the head in the game and the mental health. I suppose look, you've been around the league for so long and and obviously playing in Europe a lot, and you've seen you've been with many teammates, and I'm sure like yourself, many of them have struggled with mental health and stuff like that. But it's not really highlighted enough. I know head, head in the game park are doing their best in the game, sorry, in the game park, are doing their best to try and highlight it and help footballers speak out, but it's it's really something that's not highlighted in the everyday like you see lads going out okay every Friday they're playing the match and because the league I suppose is so under the radar you don't hear what goes on from Monday to Friday in between like
1: no look it can be tough like they have, obviously outside of football as well people need to think of that yeah um, people have problems in life and you understand that and like it, I think in society it has to be highlighted more Um obviously what people show on the outside doesn't mean that they're like that on the inside so even even sometimes, like we, I'm not afraid to speak out about it anymore. Like you know, like I, bother speaking to someone if that's the case. All right, anyone's low or anything like that, don't be afraid to speak out because it can definitely, you never know, might save a life or just be there for someone you just don't know. So I've always speak up about it. And if anyone's ever low, they can come speak to me.
0: Perfect, urgent. Um, right. So look, I suppose integrating with a new squad this year, it obviously. I suppose for us, there's a lot shaken up to what we saw last year, and you're one of the new lads coming in. How have you found kind of stepping into treaty and the whole kind of setup of the club, the
1: fans, et cetera, et cetera? Um, yeah, no, look, I haven't played in the market. Last time I played in the markets field, right, was when I was withdrawing it. Remember when the markets field came back? Yeah. And they moved back into it, and we beat them to we beat Limerick 2 1. I remember that. Oh, and. No we, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, lads. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's horrible. I sound like a red <laughs> backer. But, um, no, uh, no, everything's been good. It's, it's a good group of lads, like, you know? Um, honest, hard-working lads, and luckless. So at times it, there's going to be ups and downs, but once you know shoulder to shoulder that like you have your teammate willing to run through a brick wall for you, then there's not much more you can ask for, you know? And That's kind of our DNA, and everyone knows that. Like, even coming up against Treaty last year, like, it was... It was I think when I was going it was Love, um, down in Galway, so it was mm-hmm. they were it was a hard-working team, we, you know. They they definitely take like sniff out chances, you know, and they were just hard to play against. And maybe this year, we like I've always wanted to have a bit of a go, you know. i mean I like to play attacking football, and I'm trying to bring that into the cl- into the team, and play a bit more on the on the floor, like so. But I, I still have that bit about me, you know. So to uh. Show up, show up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's something we kind of prided ourselves on as fans last year. Like, obviously, last year we had Ty, we had Charlie, we had Anto, we had Shawnee, and we had Mark. Still, you've obviously come in and taken Anto, Anto's spot while he's away, and Jack's come in and taken and Ty's spot. And we kind of prided ourselves on having these solid back five defensively. And we still, this year, nothing has changed with that. So, I suppose, as a defender, is that kind of pleasing for you to come in and know that your team is going to be defensively well set up? Obviously, you want to play as much ball as you can, but... Knowing that you're going to have four lads around you in your in your line to to do everything they can to keep a clean sheet or, or preserve a lead.
1: No, it's just I just don't You can tax that do, like just to play, like you know. If you know and for obviously most health, like mission, then you have, like you know, so luckily. We'll Going to the game Friday, we we'll known we have to be solid. If you win any game, like win any game with a clean sheet, it's it's always that, like it's sweet, like you know, for us especially defenders. So I, I I take pride in my clean sheets. I don't know how many we have this year, but um I said to Jack Brady, I'll try getting fifteen.
0: Fifteen,
1: <laughs> only yeah. a small goal only a small goal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many. We have. I think we have about five. I'm I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah we. are in around that as well yeah it's uh, not a lot
0: like it's not a lot well it's, it's, it's not small a small either you know you've only played a couple of games I suppose as well you're not even halfway through the season so yeah Um, look I suppose going forward for the season the fans like a big thing for us is trying to get fans back in to the stands and uh, Tommy has been preaching on about it but I suppose on the pitch for you and the team what, what what's the aims for, for the rest of the season
1: um, well, I just think trying to get points on the board, and um, you don't want to be coming into the kind of last stages of the league where you're kind of looking over your shoulder going into the playoffs. You know, um, that's obviously our aim. Um, I'd like to be comfortably in the playoffs coming towards the end of the season. Anyway, and yeah, I know that's the same with the lads. So, uh, we'll just keep kind of chipping away at the board, trying to get maximum points on the board. And um, look, in the playoffs can be a lottery. You've seen, you seen last night where. Europa League like penalties it could have decided anyway like you know it's it's at times a bit of luck goes your way it doesn't you know that's part and parcel of football but um, there's no reason why treaty can't be uh, up there with the big boys next year in the premiership
0: yeah yeah Jesus something we'd love anyway Kev wouldn't
2: it uh, definitely that's, see that's the kind nope. of attitude that's what you want that kind of talk in the mind all this oh, we'll see what happens talk about it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you talk, if you talk, if you talk about it, it can happen. Like if you don't believe in exactly. it, it it's... Like, Yeah, if you believe in it, it happens, and if you don't, then you might as well just go be a pop player.
2: Exactly, there's no point in being afraid of it and talking about it. Like that's the attitude. That's the attitude the whole club should have. I think is. Look, we might not get it. We might not get promoted, whatever. But that's the end. That's what we're going to try and get to. We're going to try and get to, to try and get to the playoffs, and we're going to try to do it. And who knows? Who knows what sure. happens? Rome wasn't built in a day, so they say. Exactly. And shall we have another 10 clean sheets to come between now and the end of the season? So we've been good, we, good never know. we might catch the top two, you never know. Why not? Exactly. You can just catch Carl Field and I'd be happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, looking ahead to tomorrow, Joe. Obviously, look, the last day against Cove is a smaller pitch, I suppose, compared to most in the League of Ireland. It's uh. They set up really kind kind of compact and, and they're almost hard to play through. Well, we probably could have nicked it the night below there. Um, what are you expecting?
1: Um, well, obviously down there the pitch is like the grass is like a forest. It's that long. Like it's it's <laughs> it's a horrible uh, horrible stadium, but that's just their DNA. That's the way they are. Coming to the Marcus Field tomorrow, like the pitch will be in good nick. Um, I obviously I think the pitch has actually gotten better throughout the season like since obviously we had that little blip at the start I was actually complimenting the pitch of the like the other day it was very good but um yeah no I, I think tomorrow we go we go straight for the throw from the start hopefully we get a couple of goals and make it comfortable for ourselves like you know so we'll um hopefully get the three points which is all that matters really you know
0: yeah 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 and I suppose
1: look i obviously I want to score as well yeah, well, I, I have you in
0: the predictions of score, so you better. So, yeah. so everyone, everyone says to me every week, but I fail.
2: <laughs> I um, don't care anyway. He gave me my moment anyway, Jamie, at the start of the season when we were uh, when we were we were after scoring four against Wexford, and I think where you who was next to me and one of the lads, and I turned around and goes, "Ah, we need now to make this night perfect, is for Joe to score, and he scored directly from that free kick." Then, oh really? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so I don't care if he doesn't score again all season, he gave me my moment.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> thought we were going to win the Champions League that night, didn't we? Yeah. Well, the yeah. <laughs> there was lads was running the low pitch low. and everything. Yeah. yeah, I've actually never been in a, in a game where someone ran on the pitch before.
2: <laughs> that won't be the last. It won't be the last. <laughs> the
0: maddest thing about that night, he ran on the pitch, that one person chased him. He was just left to wander around the pitch until he wandered back off and then that was it. It was just came on again. Uh, he was and, only uh, going for the store.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he just wanted to check the pitch out. Yeah. In fairness, the
2: stewards were very really polite about it all. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they were scared of him in case.
2: Them stewards have had to put up with a lot of for by between us and Pat Devon.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you remember that? Jeez.
2: Yeah, that's... Um,
0: Joe, I, as a player, the growing image of the league, would that be something that would concern you? Because like, I see a lot of things on Twitter. Obviously, look, myself, Kevin, Darren, and a few of the boys are always trying to push Trade United and push the League of Ireland, but we always just see things, oh, sure, it's a shite standard of football, the league is shite, it's ran badly. I suppose as a player who's been in the league for a good while, what, what would be your reaction to that? Like, how, how do you think the league becomes more, I suppose, publicised to, to the outer community?
1: Well, if you get if you publicize it more, then you probably get people, more people through the gates. Yeah, which use a highlighting. Um, but as a league in general, I think it's improved a little bit. Um, I see more kids are going abroad to like Italian, like Italian clubs and whatever. So I think that's and they get more chances abroad. But I think like even there's times when the Premiership isn't playing, and you wouldn't even hear anything about the fourth division. I'm not just mm-hmm. saying that just because I am in the fourth division, but, but you wouldn't hear it, like you wouldn't even know there's a fourth division game going on, you know, and that, that's kind of frustrating, and it's like, oh, geez, is that what they think of the league, you know? And I understand the Premier Division's it, it's bare, obviously, but, and the bigger clubs and whatever, but like, if I think they just need to keep and, and mass investment has to be put into it anyway, you know, by the government anyway. That's what I think. And obviously, the Gaelic have it the right way. Um, and it would be nice to see something similar for the football because we are getting better as a country um, internationally. And hopefully that feeds down into the leagues and <laughs> through the young lads and the kids, you know, of next generation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, perfect. Uh, Kevin, have you any other questions there for Joe before we move on to the listener questions?
2: No, I just wanted to find out what the problem was with the for people, to be honest. <laughs> I, leave the, I leave the questions to you, Joe. Like, listen, you, we, know, we,
0: ha- like, we had a bit of a spat With a couple of Longford fans After Friday night Joe. They battered us Around the place on the pitch And we reckon like, They were watching A different
1: match Yeah I heard someone saying One of them said to me Like I heard someone shouting Oh you be signing up For Limerick ne- uh, Not Limerick uh, you be signing For Linfield next And I was just like That is just
2: the shittest band I've ever heard In my life <laughs> Like that yeah, just well. summed them up To be honest I the fellow who thought they better support Longford and Dundalk ever since Dundalk started going well. So, how, yeah, how do so you take that is, serious? He probably has like two teeth to his name as well. i tell you how honest you are about him. I, I feel like asking you about Carville, but I'm afraid you'd say he's nice.
1: If I'm honest about it, right? I know probably, you probably don't want me to answer that question there. <laughs> 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 because, like, I just, like uh, I've, I've got a lot of respect for him, you know, I've never. I've never really been good enough to say to like I'll oh, fuck this manager off because he has me in playing me. I've always run through a brick wall for a manager regardless of who it is. And I've done I've done the same for every manager, but uh, I respected John. John's a good manager, so sure, he's won the league with Cork. And so you've got to give him that respect, you know.
2: Yeah, best of luck in Phil,
1: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> See how it is. <laughs>
2: We're quick to turn, Joe.
0: <laughs> we don't like Harfield, in case you didn't notice. You would
1: never guess that.
0: <laughs> um, Right, so... T- t- there's a couple of... Que- you actually answered a couple of questions. There was actually a Longford fan asking, how was your time at Longford Towns like? And to be fair, we got, uh, we got
1: that anyway. So I'll change and, they, the question. So, and as well, they give you no respect for... like. I single-handedly got them promoted. Like in the three games, I just turned up, so they've no respect to me then. And they were conceding, they were conceding four or five goals a game in the Premiership. So the least said, the better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did I see? I it, was in it a couple of weeks, or they, they they reposted something of you scoring the the goal in uh, was it in the playoffs. You scored a goal. I, um, know, I
1: scored. I think I scored four goals that year, but I don't follow them anymore. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, re,
0: they retweeted one of the goals, I think, or they reposted one of the goals the other day. Um, so, your time in the League of Ireland, Joe, I suppose, how would you sum... Obviously, look, you've, you've been in Europe, and we'll touch on that in a couple of minutes, but if you were to sum up your time in the League of Ireland so far, how, how would you
1: sum it up? Um, been good. Um, I started off um, as a left-back. Uh, that's a couple of years ago. But I've gone more centrally now. I'm in centre back, which is where I want to play. Like that's Mm. always where I wanted to play. But it's always been if you're left footed, you can play left back. But if you're right footed, you can't play right back. It's been that's just the way it is. But um, yeah, no, I've I've enjoyed it. Um, I just want to be successful with every club I'm at. Like you know, you obviously look when you're when I finish my career. I want to be hopefully have some silverware. Um, I'd like to get promoted this year, which is possible um so look yeah i'm i'm enjoying it at the moment and um, i just take it game by game cuz it's quick like your career goes quick before you even maybe step back normal maybe i didn't enjoy it but i'm enjoying it at the moment it's probably happiest of being in football and um good group of lads and it, everything's good at home and yeah we just i'm enjoying it so far and that's all i can really say about it just i i'm a type of person that just goes with what's happening in the present instead of looking in in the future. Do you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. And I suppose, look, having played in Europe before, making playoffs on on a couple of occasions and obviously getting promoted, that kind of experience is obviously crucial when you do have lads like Colin Conroy, Willie Armshaw, Fionn Doherty, the young boys around the squad. How much, firstly, how was those experiences and then how would you like to bring those into the 3D
1: dressing room and, and help those young lads come through? Uh, well, it was probably the European trip it was probably the best of, of the best experience in my life, you know. Um, qualifying was it was quite tough, you know, to do through with playoffs up in the north, which is quite hard, like um, like any playoffs, I suppose. But like you are traveling on private, like private planes and staying in five star hotels, and again, like, police escorts to the games. You know, like, geez, this is the life, you know. Yeah. Um, they were more or less getting the red carpet out for me, so it was great, and I, I loved it, and we got to what three rounds of it, like it was, which is is quite good. So I was, my family were proud of me as well, like so. Um, I was actually thinking I get a tattooed on me, believe it or not, but people might slay me for it. But I was thinking I actually get a tattooed, um, on my leg or something when I kind of made me. You can put it beside your John caulfield tattoo as well. <laughs> well uh, you would want me to get that somewhere else wouldn't you I do know but yeah look it, it was a great experience and I want to achieve that again like that's one thing I want to do like so I'm going to work towards doing that um, but even kind of feeding it down to the young lads like how do you apply ourselves like hard work when I was a young lad I was never like one of the best players in the team I was um, I, I literally worked my socks off and I got my chance, and then it kind of fell it through, and I ended up signing over in England. And I'm never really that type of player that's going to be outstanding. I'll try to be a consistent performer as much as I can, but I'll have the odd game or two where I'll be very good, where I'll be always there thereabouts and being consistent. So it's um as a young lad, if you can build consistency at a young age, then I'm keep working at your your weaknesses, then you have a chance. And some of the lads, are, the young lads off the team, come train with, them, and they're actually very good. I. Well, like I wouldn't know many of them but I even asked the lads oh like, who's he, because he caught me eye and this is the boy Fionn, Fion is it? Fionn he... Yeah 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 rapid like really fast he came up trained the other day and he scored two goals and I was like geez fair play like that's a boy taking a chance like catching the eye a little bit you know so be catching the eye for me must be catching the eye of Tommy and the times where I'd maybe just we've been being well in the game. I just throw him on like you know see take inspiration from that and want to keep going again.
0: Mm, yeah and I, I think that's something that we saw obviously look the, the monster Senior Cup was just I suppose it's a chance to use young lads but when you were 3-0 down you saw young come on and, and there was a, a couple of others came on it just really sparks a bit of life when they, they have this touch of pace that's a bit quicker and they, they make you think about it and I suppose if someone's not brilliant technically if they're rapid they're always going to make you think twice about what, where you're going to place the ball in your foot and
1: what you're going to do next with it um, any bit of any bit of kind of pace um, puts the fear of God into you like yeah, I actually like sometimes I was t- saying to Ryan day, I like the 1v1 battle at times when they're running against you because it's a bit of a let's see what you can do and you'll be trying to talk to them I sometimes talk to the players when they're running at me like talking so, you little fucker take me on like you know but
0: yeah. <laughs> we were called Gray the little fucker as well so... <laughs> yeah I know I
1: was diving and he had a hole in his underarm and I was like "He stole on him <laughs> like, right. um, but no like look listen hopefully some of the young lads can like the youth is the future, like, you know, in every way. So, and in order for tree to get back to like, they never, un, until they get a massive investment, maybe then the the, the youth is going to be what we're going to make out in the next couple of years. So it's, and it looks bright to be fair. So I'll just keep on going. Like,
0: Yeah. 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 And, uh, what, what is Ryan Graydon like as, as a person? Because, uh, we, we gave him an awful time in the stand the other day
1: church. <laughs> it was the
0: handball. <laughs> it was the handball. He yeah. <laughs> Was it the tackle or was it with Mark yourself he
1: tried to handle the ball to stop the counter-attack and referee didn't even book him then? Jeez, I can't remember. that. He's actually an RFL. Yeah, he's a postman. Postman, Pat. So postman. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a handy, yeah. He has a handy job. So, um, yeah, he's an RFL. He's a double lad. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, look, uh, Kenneth asks "Could you explain the difference between, from your point of view between full time and part time?" I suppose the financial compor- support compared to Galway, compared to I suppose
1: Longford at the time, and, and other clubs you've been with. And um, well, full time what the we train Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday, um, like Friday, like at Galway, uh, and in any kind of full time club, you know, it's Monday morning, Monday afternoon in the gym. Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon in the gym you'd be off Wednesday, you'd train on a Thursday morning, you play, you play your game on a Friday and then you'd be depending on where you are in the country, you could be in on a Saturday for training and then off Sunday you know, so you the, the, that does have its advantages you know <laughs> of when you're coming up against maybe the, like the part time teams but like getting buses to games when I was like, oh wait and now I have to kind of drive the games and you do feel it in the legs and in the body, like, you know, you'll be sore. Um, but you're going to have to, you just have to get on with it, you know, that's that's what we've chosen and it does have its advantages, but um, the financial side of things, it's, it's, it's obvious in it, really. Um, full-time teams are going to have more money because they're getting players from abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's just, it's just night and day, but look, there's no sign that you can't aspire to be there, there again when Limerick full-time at, at one point yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jeff Ray was telling me a few stories that they were like scar cash at one point, <laughs> scaring <laughs> everywhere. So until um... they couldn't pay you, but
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And then you know what? Well, fuck! What's gonna happen now? Um,
0: but <laughs> that two-one result with Jada no, there's no wonder doubt. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> three. So we're we're gonna lose three points. We are. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am, but, but no. Look, listen. It's there's no saying that. Treaty can be full time like you know it's one thing I think going back to your question I think every club should be full time mm. and that's why you need that's why you need investment. like um, even I think Finn Harp's a part time every team anyway the premiership should be full time and they should be working on maybe uh, trying to get all the teams in Division 1 for full time I mean maybe hybrid I don't know if you're aware of that like some 12 players training full time in the morning and then maybe in the afternoon it's what some clubs do up in the north You know, there may be an avenue to go down, but yeah. Look, listen, it's that's kind of what I see in the difference in full time and part time. But there's not much difference between us and them, like like playing wise. Like we should have beaten Galway, and I do think we we'll play Galway again this year. Um, in the playoffs, I think to be honest, I think Galway will. I'll probably get stick for this, but I think Galway will just be short, and and we'll see them in the playoffs, and I do think we'll beat them because we should have beaten them last time definitely, and even above in
0: Terryland, we've got something off him as well. Um, yeah, I suppose, look, you kind of spoke about investment there, and a the big thing that's kind of been around in our circles as fans for the last couple of weeks has been the name, treaty. Obviously, you being from Dublin, it, not that it doesn't really matter to you, but like, I suppose it wouldn't affect you as much as it would No, it does. can from- lie
1: to you, it does. Um, Even when I say, people say to me, oh, who, who, like, who do you play for? Who wouldn't know football? I, I'd go, oh, uh, Limerick you know let's play down Limerick um, I, look I didn't know that people are screaming out for it to be changed again is, this, that's, is that what I'm hearing or well again, he
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes but no like some people are just wondering would there be more investment into the club if it was Limerick if it was you know or if Limerick was somewhere in the name obviously look they tried to go for Limerick at the start and that was put to a stop but some people were just wondering maybe we might get more investment and it might draw more people
1: if it, Limerick was in the name somewhere I'd say it would, to be fair. Um, I, I don't know much about it, but I'd say it probably would. I don't know if you agree with
0: me. Yeah, I mean, I from investment point of view, I think probably. I think from a fan point of view, it
1: probably shouldn't matter. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying with that. Like the core principles should be still the same. You know? Yeah. The grass is still green. You know, it's the club still kind of it's limited. Space, so should look. What it, playing with a big crowd does help the players. Like. Mm. Massively. it does like and, and it kind of makes you want to run that extra yard or two like it pushes you like you know and yeah, yeah. so but yeah like it definitely if you see the point in Limerick coming back and but can they come back? Or do they have to come back as a different name? I'm not sure. Too sure. Yeah, either. see, that's that's
0: uh, when when Treaty first applied for the license. I think they went for Limerick United, and then there was, let's say, the old Limerick put in something against that, an injunction against that, and that couldn't happen. So then they went with Treaty. So that's that's kind of where the issue is. Like you know, um, obviously, there, then there has been Limerick a couple of weeks ago or a month or so ago. Released a statement. The old Limerick that is saying that they'd love to sit down with all stakeholders in Limerick but in current or senior soccer but we don't yeah, really which would think. be great
1: like it would be great if if everyone could like there could be a common goal and everyone comes together again you know because it would be, yeah. be just great for everyone and for the for the Limerick for Limerick as a whole like you know
2: we yeah, just have to wait to see who we just have to wait to see exactly who got arrested just the first oh yeah i yeah. about okay, <laughs> <none of> that <laughs>
1: A uh, group chat is like radio silence. <laughs> well, I haven't a clue. Like, I've been trying to. I don't even remember. Like, anything that. I with that. Like, I'll send you a few. I'll
2: send you a few clips of the defending there on Twitter in a while, and you can judge for yourself. As
1: <laughs> yeah, I no,
2: said,
0: Mac. No. Yeah, you'd be shocked if some of the defending that Would you?
2: Would you often step aside and let a fella just walk past you? Is that good defending? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Charlie Clement that he's down a weekend weekend. <laughs> someone check, someone check the guard stations for Charlie. <laughs> um,
0: Joe, just before we let you go, um, again, a massive thank you. Just uh, a couple of other questions. We kind of do a teammates bit with everyone that comes on. Um, and to be fair, we we got a great reaction out of it last week. So I might, I might ask you, uh. Uh, a couple of questions on, on the dressing room and stuff, and you can give as honest an answer as you possibly can. Um At the start of the year, we had a chat with Tommy Barrett, and he tried to tell us that Red was the fastest in the squad. Um, true or false? True, true or false?
1: False. <laughs> <laughs> if he's And, and if uh, he who who's the car? He's probably the fastest
0: because he's got a nice old car. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the fastest in the squad,
1: so? looking at this. You will probably laugh at this, right? But you know the way we wear CPSs? Yeah. Mine clocks up at 43 miles an hour. (laughs) Like, that's fucking... That's that's quicker than a racehorse. That's quicker than... (laughs) Is that when Red is giving you a lift? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's that's quicker than Shergar, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, it's... uh, I, I put myself there now, but I'd say probably you know, George, he's probably up there, he's quite fast, isn't he? Um, Dino's he's quite, but,
2: quite. Yeah, he is, but he's a lot of So I'd say Dino. <laughs> Dino. Um, I was just thinking there, Jeremy, before before you move on from this, it's Limerick me. FC before, we'd done a fundraiser in the Greyhound track, and one of our centre-backs at the time, he was our captain, raced the Greyhound. You're telling me you wouldn't pay good money to see Joe race a racehorse?
1: That's the yeah, I would actually. To be fair, <laughs> see, I do want to run at Cheltenham. I'll get a winner at Cheltenham. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, who is the Joker of the dressing room? Oh, um,
1: Jack Lynch is quite funny. Yeah, Jack Jack Lynch is quite funny with a couple of jokes. He comes out with one line that just killed you. You know what I mean? Slates <laughs> you, uh, but. I'd even actually say with Tommy. Tommy's quite funny.
0: Oh yeah? He's in oh, yeah. the middle he's of it doing...
1: and... yeah. Oh he's just as worse. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: something there was big kind of uproar about last year was was the choice of music. Who who's on oh,
1: the uh listen man? I'll oh, tell okay, you an know, out of a lie. Oh, the guy should arrest Charlie Fle- Charlie Fleming for his music. It is horrendous. he's <laughs> the boy that is on it. Like you just be playing uh, Professor Green stuff and all, and you're like, Jesus <laughs> help me. So I've started putting my own headphones in and listening to a few Wolf tones and for the house music, and that does me.
0: <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, I suppose who I, you probably haven't had an opportunity to have a standing or whatever, but who would you reckon has has the worst fit? Who who's pulling out the dodgy the dodgy jeans and the checker shirt?
1: Ooh, I'd say between Jack Arrett and um, Jack Brady I'd say Jack Brady would go for more of a teacher look he lists this on the fence but yeah or else I'd, I'd actually say Jack Arrett wear the, the three United top out <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Joe thank you very much it went on a bit longer than we expected but thank you very much you're an absolute joy ah, for joining us and um, it, no, no bother at so, all so we will add, hopefully be in touch towards the season and best of luck for the rest of the season. Hopefully next time we're uh,
1: we're nice and comfortable in the playoffs or if not promote. Hopefully. Nice hopefully. one, Joe